Hello and welcome to my daughter's gap year and other adventures podcast, Learning English Through Stories, with me, Rachel. This podcast accompanies my blog, which I started when my daughter travelled to Australia on a gap year. I enjoyed writing the blog so much that I continued it after she returned with other stories. I am an online English teacher and have included vocab and grammar points at the end of the posts on my blog. This podcast is coming to you from my home in Bath, England, UK. So grab a cup of tea, a notepad and pen and follow along on the WordPress blog if you are learning English or sit back and listen. Thanks for joining me. I hope you enjoy this episode. It's called Three Bike Rides to Do in Malaga. Um, there's a, a lot of Spanish words in this episode, so please forgive my terrible pronunciation. I'm sure my Spanish students um, <laughs> will be laughing at me. Number one bike ride, Malaga to Chilches. So while my daughter was away on her gap year, I had a few adventures of my own. I love this port. I love watching the boats and the people passing by. I love the blue sky. So I love cycling along the Paseo with the sea breeze smoothing my face and cooling my back. One of the cycle rides I love in Malaga is to Chilches. Last year, the path stopped here, but this year it looks like they are continuing to build it, which will be fantastic. To get to Chilches, we cycled through the port, past the Pompidou Centre and the lighthouse to get onto the promenade. The promenade runs all the way through till to El Banario Banos del Carmen, then stops for a small section. Breakfast at the Banario Banos del Carmen is a bit special with the waves crashing up against the rocks in front of you as you eat. Continuing on in the same direction, take the first right turn to get back onto the path. Along Pedragelho Playa, there are lots of beachfront cafes to stop for a comforting breakfast. A bit further along the path is Playas del Palo, where fishermen early in the day get their coals ready on boats to cook a Malaga cuisine classic. Espetos de sardinas, five or six sardines on skewers, which is perfect with a cold beer. Cycling past the famous El Tintero restaurant, the bath goes uphill and merges into a track alongside the road. This goes behind the Rest Bowl petrol station and then back onto a cycle path. This is my favourite part of the ride, cycling alongside the rocks and the sea. Playa Peñón de Curvo is a good place to stop for a rest and photo opportunity. Through the tunnels de la Cala and onto the Paseo de la Marina where there are lots of intriguing bars and restaurants. This turns into Paseo Maritimo Virgen del Carmen and Playa Rison, then Playa Bengalbon. I love this area, it feels a bit like an island. This was the end of the path for now. Hopefully it will join up to Nerja as part of the Malaga Coastal Path project next time I come here. I can't wait to come back and see. Turning back we passed by the start or end of the Oriel de Santillan mountain bike trail. Definitely not a city bike ride. 
Having had such a good ride and needing some proper grub to get us back to the centre, we stopped off for lunch at Restaurante El Castillo, which was perfect, a very traditional place on the beach. There are mixed reviews about this restaurant online, but we had very good service and the food was delicious. We needed a bit of a siesta to recover, so finding a nice quiet spot, we parked up the bikes and unrolled our beach towels. I think we deserved it with 30 kilometers under our belts. Number two bike ride, Park del Ost and beyond. Heading in the other direction from the center with the sea on your left, this route takes you by the Russian art gallery and Chimenea de los Guindos, only a 20 minute bike ride to the park and the same again to the Park del Guildajos. Park del Guadaljos Jose is a beautiful natural reserve. Graham rented a trekking bike on different days so he could have a bit of a spin while I read books on the beach, win-win. On the way back to the beach, eating delicious food, a cerveza and a little siesta before exploring Parque de los just across the road from the Chimena. We discovered a couple of nice local restaurants next to the park. So on separate occasions, parked the bikes up and had lunch before returning to the beach for some sun. One was called the Tapiedo Cai Taverna and the other was called Taverna Las Tinajas. <laughs> Menu of the day is such a good choice as we got to try dishes we couldn't normally cook and the price was very reasonable. Number three bike ride, Jardin Botanico, La Concepcion and Café. I tend to use the dry riverbed as a point of reference when I'm out and about on a bike in Malaga. I am not always sure where the start and end of the bike paths are as there is a lot of construction and development going on in the centre. So I know if I go to the dry riverbed, I can work out where the bridges are and how to get a main road where a bike path might be. It also helps me get back to this fantastic mural and also the Recyclo Cafe. Nice organic breakfasts and coffees here, very helpful staff in the bike shop. We also had some good conversations with other cyclists. So from here, we headed along the dry riverbed to Puente Armenia, crossed over it and headed towards Avenue de Louis Brunel and picked up the cycle path. Turning right at the football stadium and left at Jose Silvela, the path goes behind the petrol station and then onto San and Avenue Santiago Ramon Icajal. Calle Munez, Seca, and Avenue Jacinto Benavente. They continue on from each other. As there were a few coffee shops on the side of this street line cycle path, we stopped at Cafeteria Malaga Norte for a snack and got much more for our money here. Further along, we crossed over the road at a large zebra crossing and passed by lots of tennis courts. 
past another petrol station, then right at the end of a park. We cycled along a quiet road called De Casameja for a little, then turned left under the main road, through a tunnel and left again a little bit further, and the gardens are on the right. If you turn right here, then you're going up into the mountains. You need good bikes for this, as we discovered having a little look. Next year, we must try this. We managed this without Google Maps. We just followed our noses a bit, headed in one direction and asked people along the way. Everyone knows where it is. These beautiful botanical gardens were created by the Marquis and Marchioness of the House of Loring after visiting Europe for their honeymoon. Sold in 1911, then passed on to heirs who neglected them. The city of Malaga bought them in 1990 to conserve and enrich generations to come with scientific and educational purposes in mind. Stunning, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. The amazing lemon and orange tree that grows both fruits. Archaeological remains, part of the Santalmo aqueduct built in 1782. Extremely scrumptious homemade food at the cafe. I felt really chuffed that I had cycled here, as when we were leaving, a couple the same age as us got out of a taxi, smug face. The standard entry is around five euros, but admission is free at specific times on Sundays, so check the website. We were allowed to park the bikes inside the grounds of the garden and bike stands are provided. The bikes were rented from Malaga Bike Tours and rentals in Calais Trinidad, Grund. At the time, the city bikes were 26 euros for three days and the Trek hybrid bike was 40 euros for three days or 50 euros for one day. Graham also looked at bikes at Recyclo Bike Shop for more mountainous rides, which at the time were around 35 euros per day. The best bikes go early, so plan ahead. I have included some vocab um, at the end of this post. However, having just read this again, I can see loads of phrasal um, verbs. So I will add on to this and in, uh, update my post later on. Okay, I hope you enjoyed this one. I'll see you again another. Thanks for joining me.